0: Hello and how are you doing? Welcome to today's podcast episode. I'm looking forward to getting stuck into a nice chat with you. I have a cup of tea beside me. Well, actually a cup of boiling water. I'm feeling really cozy. Does anybody else just love this time of year? This time of year actually is my favorite time of year clothing wise. I much prefer autumn and winter clothes to summer clothes. I feel really clean and nice and cozy and I just love sticking on a really cozy jumper. Um, I did that on Monday actually, it's Wednesday as I'm recording this and it was just that little bit too warm. I feel like I kind of forced, I was trying to force autumn to come on Um, but today you know as I'm shooting this it's raining outside, it's cosy. It feels lovely to be all wrapped up and I just absolutely love this time of year. It's Wednesday today. It's actually Self-Care Wednesday which is something we do in our coaching group in our tribe. Every Wednesday we have a self-care day. So I went into Galway City this morning and had the nicest bowl of porridge with a cup of coffee all by myself and I read my book. Um, I'm reading Matt Haig, The Humans at the minute and it's amazing to Cut a long story short it's about an alien that comes down to earth and he's describing humans and what they're like and it's through his eyes this alien's eyes that you kind of get to realise how messed up we, we are about some things and it's it's really innocent it's wonderful it really makes you think and I really really recommend it. So without further ado Let's get stuck into today's podcast episode which is another topic I feel really passionate about and it's this episode is about mastering the art of embracing new healthy habits your blueprint your blueprint for success. So what I want to go through with you is number 1 the power of healthy habits, number 2 common challenges in embracing these healthy habits and the difficulties that we run into when trying to get healthy habits into our life and why that makes us go into the whole stop start never achieving our goals not being able to lose weight or get fit and why we can feel so stuck for so long and then i want to share with you four simple steps that you can follow think of it like your blueprint for success to help you, I hope it'll help you, get over the hump of implementing new healthy habits, which is really difficult to do. New healthy habits are really difficult to do. I mean, it's it's one of the reasons why I stayed so overweight for so long. Three stone overweight, fluctuating up and down for years and years. I've always been trying to lose weight. Um, I've always been gaining weight or losing weight. I've never in the past been consistent. I've never been healthy. I've never had a healthy relationship with food. I've always turned to food for comfort. You will have always found me sitting on the couch at night eating. I would have eaten huge portions. I mean, if it wasn't for exercise, I don't know what size I would have been. Um, But the idea of having the biggest bowl of spaghetti bolognese with loads of garlic bread thrown on top In fact I remember that was mine and Joe's Friday night dinner for years and I used to get a stick of garlic bread you know the the ones that you keep in the fridge and yum making me hungry right now thinking about it although I don't really go near that anymore and we would cook spaghetti bolognese he would cook I don't know why I always say we he cooks and I would, I would pretty much have nearly the whole stick of garlic bread to myself. He'd like have two little bits and I would have the most massive bowl of spaghetti bolognese um, and then almost a full stick of garlic bread and then like loads and loads of treats afterwards. Um, Although, you know, there weren't really treats thinking about it now. It was more just comfort eating, eating just crap. So I know the struggle of embracing new healthy habits. I deeply know the struggle of continuing on the healthy habits and it's why I despise the weight loss industry so much and all those weight loss clubs and plans that aren't really into embracing healthy habits. It's more about achieving the goal and it doesn't matter what happens after the goal is achieved. And that's like why so many of us like an elastic band. We might get to our goal weight. And that's the destination. And we never stay there. Because we haven't been focused on healthy habits. It's been about dieting. Getting on the weighing scales. Getting that number. Driving that number down. At whatever cost it is to our, to our, our life. And not focusing on healthy habits more the goal of the weight loss and whatever it takes to get there and then sure we always just spring back and the easiest way to figure out if this is you is just look back on your life and look back on the main big events in your life have you been the type of person to kind of get really trim for a wedding? Maybe not just your wedding, but somebody else's wedding. Have you been known to get into a certain dress for an event? I mean, this was me all over. And then have you just noticed yourself pile it all back on and, and all of a sudden not really be sure why? One moment you found yourself heading to that event, that christening, the visiting the granddaughter And feeling really terrific in your clothes. And then the next moment you found yourself struggling with your weight again. And that's really because the healthy habits haven't been ingrained and it it hasn't become part of your life. It hasn't become this thing that you're able to automate and put on autopilot that it's still very much not a discipline. It has been you getting to a weight loss goal or a fitness goal, and then that is it. So, um, there are many, many reasons why you have found it to this point a challenge to embrace healthy habits. And that's something I want to go through with you now. I would love for you to know um, from somebody who has been through it all that embracing healthy habits and adopting healthy habits into your life, in my opinion, is the only way to get fit to feel great in your clothes, to become peaceful and calm, to be able to tackle life's challenges for life. Focusing on your healthy habits is the only way to fit into your genes, to become fit and healthy and to to truly change. If you are looking for change, if you're listening to this and you are trying to lose weight, you're trying to get fit, you feel frustrated, you're going around in circles, I encourage you to look at your habits and observe. Spend however long it takes observing yourself. Maybe it'll help you to get your journal and to make little notes throughout the day of your habits now. For example, the old me looking back just Two years ago, I could easily have... have, have, I I, I did write down... I scroll on my phone all the time. I comfort eat on the couch late at night. I turn to food when I'm stressed out. I skip workouts when I'm not in the mood. I binge eat on big portion sizes to help me relax. I drink too much alcohol when I do drink. I knock back the wine into me like it's water when I get to Friday. I drink way too much rosé for one person... Um, I am not able to handle my emotions without numbing them. I turn to things outside of myself for comfort. I never look inwards. I'm stressed out. I'm anxious. And because I'm stressed out and anxious, I try to run away from those feelings by numbing them with shopping, with drinking, with eating, and by generally ignoring how I feel. And when you start to write out your unhealthy habits, you begin to see the healthy habits that you're lacking and why you are where you are, why your jeans are tight, why your face, I'll just speak for myself, why my jeans were tight, why my face was red and blotchy and puffy, why I was sweating so much, why I felt so down and desperate, why I felt so anxious and stressed out. And then when I had that eureka moment, so I, I, I had this eureka moment where I was like, okay, well, all of these unhealthy habits are making me feel like this. So what would happen if I adopted healthy habits and worked towards getting my, rid of my unhealthy habits? Now, this sounds really basic, but it's this basic, simple stuff that so many of us don't want to face because facing it, means you have to face up to things you may have been avoiding. And in a way, it's more simple to calorie count. Oh, and, and to talk about how difficult it is to lose weight, um, how difficult it is to stick to your calories, how difficult it is to stay on track. It's easier to have the conversation about which salad is healthier to eat than it is to talk about why you're feeling really shit and why... You're being driven to comfort, eat. I mean, none of us want to talk about that, really. And I, I see it the whole time. I hear it the whole time. People in groups chatting, talking about, I see it online, why it's so difficult to lose weight. What is better? Carrots or peas. What is better? Like a Caesar salad with no dressing. It's easier to talk about that kind of stuff because it distracts us. It distracts us from the real problems that are going on, the deep root problems that are going on. So when we start to get rid of surface chat, surface chatter, all the stuff on the surface, like what food you're eating in a day, and start to dig a little bit deeper into why you're overeating and why you're doing so many unhealthy habits... And you start to do things like thrive time, exercise, a little bit of silence, a small bit of journaling, a little bit of affirmations. It's those things that are going to get you exactly all the results that you want. And I promise you, when you focus on this stuff, you'll never have to talk to anybody again about what you're eating. So I was writing out the 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 most common challenges in embracing healthy habits and when I wrote them all out and I'm reading them all here I can really understand why it is so difficult for people for women for me to actually get over the hump of I- adopting the new healthy habits and sticking with it because There's a lot of challenges that you are going to face when you are first off starting a fitness program or a health program. And it really made me feel all over again for my new members. Um, You're going to be battling a lot of personal head trash and other things, external forces. But however, I do believe that when I tell you all these and I normalize them, that you'll understand why it's difficult at the beginning and I do believe once you know why that something's going to be difficult and and why it's difficult you're able to feel better about the whole thing. So when challenging feelings comes up and you feel like you want to quit and you want to stop and it's not working and these healthy habits are too difficult you'll go, "Oh, hang on a second. That's because I know that there's nine reasons why nine most common challenges in embracing healthy habits and this is one of them and it's completely normal and everybody feels like this and I'm at a crossroads I either can embrace this challenge that everybody feels when adopting a healthy habit and know how normal it is and keep on going or I can run away from it quit and stop which I think is really cool because You've handed the power back to yourself. So without further ado, let's discuss the most common challenges in embracing healthy habits. And I'm gonna grab a quick drink of water. Okay, so number one is a lack of motivation. One of the most common barriers is a lack of motivation when you start something. And if Especially if your new habit doesn't align with your personal values, goals, or desires. It's going to be really challenging to sustain. Now, I know that sounds really obvious and really simple. However, I do meet a lot of people that just automatically tell me that weight loss is their goal. And when I dig a little bit deeper with them, they come to the conclusion that some of them that actually weight loss isn't their goal. They actually just want to be really fit and feel really good and feel really healthy. So, One of the danger zones at the beginning is that you're not really aligned with your goal and that is challenging to sustain. So if you're if you're thinking that you want to lose weight because that's just such an an automatic thing as a woman to think, isn't it? Like we all just walk around thinking we want to lose weight and we don't give it too much thought. It becomes so ingrained in our society that if you start your healthy habits thinking that it's all down to weight loss, but somewhere in your subconscious, that that doesn't motivate you. You don't actually, when you think about it, really get motivated by the idea of losing weight. That you're having, for example, much more fun going out with your friends or your loved ones and enjoying nice dinners, then you're going to find it difficult to sustain. And it, it can sometimes be from a lack of Just not giving yourself too much thought. Like, for example, I meet so many women who, you know, they might share with me a photograph of them out on a hike or out walking. And they just look so happy and so empowered. And maybe sometimes they don't even know themselves that it's that that drives them. And this was me. I feel so happy when I go out walking. And it's such a massive... Uh, driver for me motivation for me to be fit and to be healthy and to be out of the fresh air however for years I thought my goal was just weight loss and because I thought it was weight loss and I hadn't given it too much thought the habits I, I didn't really want to I was more driven by getting fit however I didn't really know that so when I was trying to adopt these new habits that I thought were for weight loss and weight loss wasn't really a goal that I was that mad afterwards I didn't stick with it. However, if I had known back then that it was the fitness that was the driver, the motivation to feel good, to get fit, it would have aligned much more with my goal and my desire and my personal values. And the good news is I would have lost weight as a byproduct. Number two is that your goals are way too overwhelming, overwhelming goals. And we can all do that, especially if you're an A-type you're at the beginning you set overly ambitious goals like you might say to yourself I want to lose three stone I want to lose two stone one stone or maybe you are at a starting point right now where like a lot of us you've let your fitness go you've let a lot of things go when it comes to your health and you really are starting from scratch and you have this idea that when you start everything is going to have to change that you're going to get really fit you're going to lose all your weight you're going to You've you've all this, you've this mountain to climb that all your habits at the minute are so unhealthy that just the idea, God, even if I say that out loud, it just sounds so discouraging. And I can picture myself just a few years ago, drinking too much, eating too much, my clothes being really tight, being stressed out, being anxious. All those goals that I had to achieve, it would have stopped me. And it may be stopping you too. Maybe your goals are overwhelming you and maybe that's causing you to lose motivation because you're not going to see immediate progress when you have overwhelming goals. When you have overwhelming goals, when you have massive goals, it takes a a good while to get there. The third reason is a lack of clarity or the third most common Challenge, a challenge in embracing healthy habit is a lack of clarity, a lack of clarity around your goals, which can make it really challenging to know what steps to take. So just not being sure of exactly what your goals are, knowing that you're really unhealthy, knowing you don't want to be unhealthy anymore, but not really being sure about what your goals are kind of what I was chatting to you about a lack of motivation. When you're not really sure of exactly what your goals are, it can be really difficult to know what steps to take. And then when it's difficult to know what steps to take, you you have a lack of motivation from that. It can be really, really challenging when you're not sure what you want. What do you want? Do you want to lose weight? Do you want to get fit? Do you want to feel more peace and calm? And if you had to pick because you don't want it to be overwhelming, what's more important to you right now? Is it a feeling? Is it a physical fitness? Is it to fit good in your clothes? Getting a lack of clarity or having a lack of clarity can really be a big obstacle when you are at that starting phase. Number four, the fourth most common challenge in embracing healthy habits is not having enough time. Having a really busy schedule and giving can be really difficult to find time for new habits. So if you're listening now and you haven't cleared your schedule or addressed that problem, you're going to find it challenging. But I do feel what some people do is they don't give themselves the time or attention in this part of starting a programme the 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 organization the structuring the taking a look at your boundaries and where work fits into your life and if you if you work too much and if you aren't spending enough time on yourself if your schedule is is actually too busy to fit new habits in and you don't do anything about it you just say oh i'll just find a way i'll just wing it you know as well as i know that you won't it's difficult enough to take care of yourself, to prioritise yourself and to put yourself first without scheduling everything. So how on earth are you going to be able to do it without scheduling and making time and clearing out your schedule? When starting something, we'll talk about that in in a few moments. The next thing is inconsistency. Consistency, Without consistency at the start, you're really going to struggle with your new habits. Trying to wing it, getting back to this winging it thing, the same as the busy schedule. When you're trying to wing habit formation, it is not going to work and you are not going to, or you're going to struggle to maintain a routine, especially when life becomes predictable. The next one is negative self-talk and this isn't addressed enough. You can single-handedly make yourself quit. You can do that to yourself. You have the power, without even really knowing it, to drag yourself down. Negative self-talk and self-doubt erodes your confidence and leads to self-sabotage. Fact. Isn't that so scary? That you can be doing everything well, working at adopting new healthy habits, but if you don't address your negative self-talk, if you're telling yourself how bad a person you are, how you never keep going at things, that that alone, it's going to become a self-fulfilling prophecy. I have done that to myself for years, especially those of you who may um, have been brought up in difficult homes or you've been bullied or you've had people say very bad things to you and their voices are in your head and you hear that. It's going to be difficult if you don't address it because It's tough enough to change. The last thing you want is that person's voice from your past telling you you're a piece of shit, you're not worth anything and you're never going to stick with it. Or simply your voice, calling yourself fat, ugly, unfit, stupid, never able to stick with something. Think of it as like a person sitting beside you when you're trying to get work done, telling you how bad you are and that you're not going to ever amount to anything. How how much that is going to affect you. And if you start embracing healthy habits and you don't acknowledge your negative self-talk, you're going to run into problems. Social pressure for some of you, Um, peer pressure, influence of social circles can make it hard to break away from old habits especially if those habits are tied to social activities. I know some of you struggle if you're going and visiting people in their houses to say no to things. I find that frustrating only because I care about you so much and I have done a lot of work on myself to now move away from those kind of atmospheres where I feel pressure that you, oh, you have to do this. And I remember two people very dear to me in my family circle. I remember telling the pair of them that I had quitted drinking. And you know what? It 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 was like I had told them somebody had died. And um, still to this day, I find it difficult to talk about. I, I, I sat them down in their living room and I told them and I discussed with them that, guess what i don't drink anymore and i you know it, it, the 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 reaction wasn't great and that has given me um i feel angry towards that and it has given me it makes me want to say to you that if you pull the band aid off and you go to your social circles make what I'm telling you motivate you even more to, in a loud voice with your shoulders back, say, no thanks, I don't want to do that. Because if you're trying to avoid their reaction, what would happen if you didn't avoid their reaction? And what would happen if you said, no thanks, I don't want to eat that unhealthy thing, or no thanks, I don't want to do that, and they got really annoyed? Surely it's better for you to know that, so you can boundary up yourself and focus on people who really, Truly care about you and your well being and your welfare. Those type of people that will clap you on the back and say, Wow, well done, what a terrific thing. Congratulations, keep up the good work. A lack of accountability is another issue, challenge that you might run into when you are um, adopting new healthy habits. If you don't have people in your life or or a tribe or an online community or a membership or somebody holding you accountable or even just helping you chat it through or just have a support system like your husband or your friend or your partner that knows where you want to go and that you want it and that doesn't question it that just goes that is great how are you doing with that if you don't have that it's easier to abandon new habits when you're faced with challenges when they come up. For example, if you have a husband who eats shit and drink loads of alcohol and they don't care that you are trying to embrace new healthy habits because you want to be healthy and they are always trying to tempt you away from what you are trying to do, then how the feck are you supposed to Get where you want to be if you don't have that person on your team. What about those days where you have a shit day, everything's gone wrong, it's lashing rain outside, it's freezing cold, you come home. In that moment, you need support. You need somebody to say to you, you can do this. Not, ah, sure, fuck it, who cares anyway. You need people in your life that can cheer you on, that can support you, and that accepts the changes that you want to make in your life. Next up is immediate rewards versus long-term benefits way too many of us including myself prioritize to prioritize short-term rewards we often think too much of the short-term rewards over the long-term benefits and habits that promise immediate gratification like scrolling on the phone eating shit food having a glass of wine are way more tempting in the short term than thinking to yourself I'm going to be fit. My insides are going to be healthy. I'm going to feel really terrific in the morning. Sometimes the morning time feels too long away and the night time, right here, right now, that glass of wine, that bit of sugar, that scrolling on the phone, that's where you want your buzz sometimes. That's where you're going to get the immediate gratification. And sometimes when you're sitting on the couch and you feel like shit and you want the immediate gratification, you're not thinking, well, when I say no in the morning time, I'm going to feel so much better that I did. However, if you don't think these things through, you're always going to be stuck and you're never going to change. Fear of failure is a next one. Fear of failure can actually stop people from trying new habits. And this is really big inside of me. I'm a really fearful person. And a lot of a lot of my problems, issues, challenges in life have come from fear. Fear of everything. Fear of failing. Fear stops me from changing. Fear stops me from telling people how I feel and stopping from doing things and stops me from listening to myself or at least has up until this point. I always need to be really careful and check myself for fear. Um, Fear of trying new things. So you can be potentially subconsciously scared of failing so you're kind of half attempting it. I used to hear a lot from um, new members starting out telling me that they would... uh, Well, they give it a go. They try. And now I understand what those sentences mean. It means I'm not going to commit fully. If I say I try, then if I don't fail, if I do fail, then I haven't really failed because I said I'll try, I'll give it a go. That kind of lets me off the hook a little bit. And I I really hear people now when they say that, they say, oh, I'll try this. I'll, I'll give it a go. That's you being scared of failure, and that's you kind of one foot in, one foot out. When you hear yourself saying the word try, I want you to change it to I'm committed. Because committed embraces failure along the way, the setbacks, the challenges. You're committed to becoming fit. You're committed to being healthy. Committing is like opening up your arms and embracing and acknowledging all the setbacks that are, com- are going to come your way trying is bullshit trying is saying you'll give it a go and oh once you hear this you can't unhear it a lack of patience is another one I did this on an episode just this last episode before this um a lack of patience habits taking time to develop and if you feel like you're not getting results quick enough you're going to be frustrated environmental triggers physical environment Cues can trigger old habits, maybe walking into a pub or hanging out with people in your life. Changing your environment can sometimes be really necessary for success. Stress and life events, life events, particularly stressful ones, can disrupt your habit formation, particularly if you have negative self-talk or if you've said to yourself that you'll try. The first disruption into your life can really trigger you back to old habits, something to watch out for. You may revert back to old habits during times of stress. However, I know many successful people who have successfully changed and have gone through periods of deep stress that have continued on with their healthy habits. Shout out to many of my clients, including Yvonne. So proud of you for keeping up your fitness, even though I know you're going through a really, really challenging time. Unrealistic expectations about how easy it's going to be to change a habit, feeling of disappointment and then just abandoning it. And last of all, a lack of awareness. Sometimes you're not just fully aware of your habits or the triggers that can lead to them. Like me, I wasn't fully aware of of the road ahead in changing. I wasn't fully aware of all the unhealthy habits that were holding me back. All unhealthy habits have to be addressed just as much as healthy habits. And sometimes having a lack of awareness, which is really common. Um, I only recently over the past 12 months have moved into this like observational phase where I observe how I act and be and think. And it's through this awareness of myself that I've been able to change. I've spent all these years not really being aware. Um, Okay, so that's that segment done common challenges in embracing healthy habits, lack of motivation, overwhelming goals, lack of clarity, not enough time, inconsistency, negative self-talk, social pressure, lack of accountability, immediate rewards versus long-term benefits, fear of failure, lack of patience, environmental triggers, stress and life events, unrealistic expectations and a lack of awareness. And you know reading through that list I really empathise and can understand, first off with all my members, my new members, for you listening, for me, who struggled so long for so many years to get healthy, reading that list, I can really understand how difficult it is to embrace and keep healthy habits. However, the good news is, in my opinion, that it's through not knowing these things do we stay stuck. Whereas now you don't need to stay stuck anymore. Now when you are working on embracing your new habit, and you can think you can think to yourself when you're coming across something challenging, oh, hang on a second, this is a lack of patience. Oh, that's really normal. Keep going. Oh, hang on a second, this is a media reward versus long term benefit. This is supposed to be difficult. Keep on going oh, hang on a second, negative self-talk. It's this negative self-talk that is holding me back. So once you know these things and normalize it and realize it's not just you, it's everybody and we all feel very similarly, we all go through very similar challenges, especially when we're working at getting fit and healthy and feeling good. Know you're not alone. Know that I've been through it all. That um, you, you will, you will come out the other end if you, stick with it. It's just about sticking with it and embracing the discomfort, the discomfort, the horrible feelings, and you will get through it. I am giving you four steps for your blueprint for success, for embracing new habits. And number one, you know it, I'm obsessed with organization. It's setting clear and achievable goals. Somebody once said to me recently, Jessica, your goals are always so big. And I said to them, yes, because if I didn't have those big goals, I would be afraid I wouldn't be reaching for anything. And that person who was very, very dear to me said, what would happen if you made your goals much more gentle and much more achievable so you actually felt really good at the end of the week? And I thought about it and I was thinking, God, you know, you mean you want me to baby my goals to just be able to give myself a pat on the back? And she was like, well, Jessica, I have no doubt you're going to achieve your goals. You just have that inside of you. You don't need to set huge goals to keep moving forward. Gentler goals, trusting yourself, feeling the winds, achieving, moving forward. And after a while, I thought, you know what? You're right yet again. How lovely. Setting clear and achievable goals is. It's just a little kind, gentle gift to yourself. And if you, like me, have known to be very hard on yourself and you have a history of being extremely hard on yourself, that for you, sometimes setting big goals is another way to be really hard on yourself. So what would happen if you just brought your goals down a little bit so that they became that little bit more gentle? that little bit more gentle, that little bit easier to achieve. Setting clear goals is really important. Making sure the goals are achievable, they're gentle, and that you have them written down, and that you know exactly what it is that you want. And if you don't really want to lose weight, don't just put it down as a goal because you think you have to. No, you don't. So get clear, number one, on your goals. Get clear and make sure they are achievable. Number two, identify the obstacles that are going to come up for you. Is it negative self-talk? Do you have unrealistic expectations at the start? All the stuff we chatted about today. Do you have a lack of patience? Social pressure? Are there people in your circle of influence that bother you? Are you very inconsistent? Is your schedule too busy at the moment? Be honest and open about the obstacles that are going to be coming your way and identify them. Get them all down. Get your pen and paper out now if it helps. And step one, set those clear and achievable goals. Step two, write down all the obstacles that are going to come in your way. Get them all down. Step three, Create an action plan. Remember from the last podcast episode, once we set our goals, we leave the goals. We we put the goals out there to the universe and then we focus on our action steps. What are your action steps that are going to get you to your goals? If you're the type of person that in the past have put way too many action steps out there, you say you're gonna work out five times a week, you're gonna walk five times a week, you're gonna move your body seven days a week, you're gonna get 20,000 steps every day scrap that ask yourself anything ask yourself have these things worked for you in the past and you know what I've asked this with many people and they've said yes and then I've said well well are you fit and healthy now they say no so it hasn't worked for you anything that you've done in the past that you haven't kept up and you've kind of gone back to square one most of the stuff means something about it didn't work for you. You had too much on your action steps. Like setting, I hate step goals anyway. You know I hate tracking and counting. But just for example, if you're setting a goal of 10,000 steps every day, what the fuck? Like it's just such an irritating, annoying action step that has to occupy your every mind and you have to check your watch the whole time. But that's for another day. Action plans that are simple, that are going to give you the biggest wins. For, for example, can you drink two litres of water every day? Now that is an action step that you can achieve every day. If you're the type of person to write, I'm going to move my body seven days a week, can you say four? And then try four, and don't be raging with yourself that it seems too small. Say three, and then if you do a week where you're three, deadly. Make sure your action steps are in line with your goal and they're not too overreach they're not too difficult they can fit into your life they have to fit into your life and make the, the action steps more gentle I work out three times a week for 30 minutes I do strength training in those 30 minutes because that's going to give me the biggest bang for my book as a woman over 40 that's going to give me a high metabolism help me burn fat at rest get me really fit feeling great in my clothes I'm going to get fresh air drink water like action steps action steps Number four, track your progress and make adjustments. Make sure you tweak, you tweak as you go. You don't tweak every day. You don't stare at your goals and your action steps. Um, you, you, what I meant to say was you, you fulfill your action steps. You do your action steps starting on a Monday and you review them on a Friday. You assess what went well. You ask yourself what could you could improve upon. And you relax and take the time out at the weekend and then you move forward on Monday. For example, it's Monday. I've decided that this week I am going to make sure that dinner is my last meal. I'm not going to eat after dinner. All days Monday to Friday this week and I'm going to work out three times a week. Three times this week. I get to Friday. I realised I only worked out once this week. However, I did manage to make dinner my last meal. So I asked myself, why didn't I work out this week? Okay, my schedule was too busy and I tried to wing it. I didn't actually commit and make it a non-negotiable and put it in the schedule, the exact days and times I was gonna work out. Okay, so my action plan for next week is number one, I figure out exactly when I'm gonna work out and I make it a non-negotiable. Number two, I work out. Number three, I, I work out when I say I'm going to work out. Number three, I'm gonna drink two liters of water. Uh, You see, then you get to Friday and you're like, what went well? Oh, I did my three workouts or I did two. You go at it like that. And uh, that is going to be your blueprint for success. Number one, set clear and achievable goals. Number two, identify and overcome your obstacles. Number three, create a personalised action plan. Number four, track your progress and make adjustments every week. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Please, can I ask you, would you review rate this podcast episode so you don't miss another podcast from me. I would appreciate it so much if there was one thing you could do for me, if you enjoyed it, it would be to review and rate this podcast episode. Thank you so, so much for listening. I appreciate you all so, so much. You can go to jessicacook.ie forward slash unleash. Download my free five steps to unleashing your fitness and calm. There's a five-step framework in there called PAMS, which will help you get clear on your goals and what actual action steps to take. And you can always join the waitlist to my coaching programme by going to jessicacook.ie forward slash coaching. The programme is full. However, we do operate a waitlist that is jessicacook.ie forward slash coaching. Coaching, thank you so much for listening and all my love.